I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. My name is Lou. And my name is Jovan. Jovan? All right. <laughs> I can't I remember playing. that name you, you said to me earlier. Johan. 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 Back from episode 34, 35 or something. Uh, yeah, it's getting kind of meta for me because i don't edit these in in like a way that makes sense so like i'm editing episodes i'm recording episodes i'm recording new episodes it's it gets a little bit hairy it's a little dicey for me to remember where i'm at when when it is i feel like i'm in a time travel movie and i'm not doing it well I'm, you know i'm like confused by it we are all over the fucking place and i mean we haven't i saw the last time we skyped and it was may 21st <clears throat> yeah it's been a while yeah it's been a while so, you know, it is what it is. The good news is that we're rolling again, and it's also interesting because I've started posting episodes again around this time. Some of the episodes are, like, like for instance, the last one I posted was right at the beginning of this coronavirus thing, so it was funny to hear me talking about, you know, thinking maybe it was a, a conspiracy theory, and I think I was fucking dogging on masks. I actually edited out. A, a section where I was just really ridiculous about masks. And it, it was like inappropriate after, you know, the last <laughs> seven months <laughs> for me to be like, I, it was like, I felt how I felt at the time, but it was inappropriate in my mind to put that out now. Mm. You know what I mean? With, yeah. with those kinds of thoughts. I mean, whatever. The fact that I just outed myself, you know, proves that I, I don't, I, I don't, whatever. I'm not, dude, I'm not I, trying to hide my, my, my opinions, even if they're stupid. Well, and and also you said it, you know, before 200,000 people were dead, mm. <clears throat> you know, there's, Indeed. you know, I went to a wedding, Christy and I went to a wedding in Wisconsin and I mean, we were the only ones wearing fucking masks. Everyone thinks it's bullshit. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's some of that here. There's not as much of that here as probably other parts of the country i would think although i mean orange county which is not far from where i'm at is very anti-mask pro-conspiracy you know they think it's bullshit too so it is what it is i don't i as much as things have changed since those episodes were recorded uh you know march april yeah early may I still feel similarly, which is like, eh, it is what it is. It's going to be what it is. I'm not any more or less scared than I was. I don't feel any real different about it. It's like, I'm going to, I do what I'm doing in terms of protecting myself and, and Tammy. And that's kind of as far as I'm willing to take it. I'm definitely not spending a lot of time criticizing other people, calling people out in the street. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, <laughs> whatever, just keep your distance if you're going to be a douchebag. Right. Right. I don't feel compelled to like walk up to somebody who's not wearing a mask and wave my finger at them. <laughs> Throw know, an elbow. Exactly. Like whatever. At the same time, like I'm not the type of person that would stand idly by when somebody's being a shithead to someone. So if I'm in a store and there's one of those incidents where somebody's being like a cocksucker about it, yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna be like, 
involved, which, you know, I'm sure Tammy is not looking forward to a moment like that. She does not like when I get involved in things that have nothing to do with me. <laughs> I mean, right. I, if I was if I was like protecting an old woman from getting purse snatched or something, she would want me to get involved. But getting involved in like, you know, an asshole being belligerent <laughs> right. it just seems unnecessary to her. Also, she knows I'm probably going to make it worse, but that's neither here nor there. We're uh, we're talking about jobs, my friend. <laughs> I love jobs. Yeah, we're doing this is episode 41 today. 41. We're almost to the point where it's my age. We've eclipsed you. We've mm-hmm. passed you. And we're closing in on me. A couple more episodes. Crazy. Yeah. I you know, I remember when I realized that I had had more jobs than years I was alive and it was sort of a sad moment for me and then I doubled it. <laughs> <laughs> you doubled down. <laughs> I did. I'm officially I'm in that I'm officially in that uh, bracket of had more jobs than years alive, had sex with less women than years alive, alive, alive. That's the second so, time you said that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm not even going to edit that shit out. Just this is me. This is me on full display. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about Pacific Sunwear today. Yeah. I'm wearing my you board car- shorts. You yeah, I was going to say, you got, you got some cargo shorts, you shorts on under you there. You can't see I below can't, the belt, so. I can't see, but I believe you. I trust you. You wouldn't lie to me about that. <laughs> you don't lie about board shorts. Do you own any board shorts? I sure don't. <laughs> I do, but they do not fit me. Yeah. They fit me when I was smaller. But I don't want to throw them away because I intend on being that size again one day. Even if it's because I'm a skeleton in a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, do you think if there's going to be a point where you throw some of that shit away just to clear up some space? No. No, I have I have two or three large boxes full of clothes of me when I was thin. And I'm just sure they're put all, them all when you, when you're They're all skeleton. like fucking they're all bell bottoms and <laughs> like, like I'm so old that all my old skinny clothes are bell bottoms and Shit like that now. Love that. But they are like button-down shirts that I, I thought looked cool in 2002, and it's 18 years later, and they probably aren't cool anymore. Maybe they're maybe they'll be vintage by the time I get skinny again. They'll be cool again. There you go. We'll see. We'll see. Um. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's. Uh, you know what? Actually, we've got some housekeeping to do, my friend. Do we really? Yeah, we do. So. I don't know if you remember back in episode 21, 22, it was like two-parter, um, talking about working at the theater, town and country, second time round. And uh, I told you a story about how there was a uh, a woman wear- that wearing a Long John Silver uniform. Oh, my God. And she, she came in and she went to the bathroom and she just destroyed the bathroom in there, right? Like, just shit all over the walls. Like, explosive diarrhea from a bent-over position, like a Roman candle. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right? And in the episode, you asked how it got cleaned up or who cleaned it up, if I'm remembering correctly. And I said I didn't remember. I couldn't remember how it got cleaned up. It had to have gotten cleaned up, but I didn't remember cleaning it up at the time. So uh, Dan listened to the episode and was very upset with me. (laughs) Can we actually actually just say really quick a happy birthday to Daniel? Because it's actually his birthday. It's his birthday right now. I actually texted him not too long ago to uh, wish him one after you reminded me that it was his birthday. (laughs) I'm the worst, dude. I'm so bad at birthdays. I just, unless Facebook tells me, it just goes right the fuck past me. It sails right by. 
like a baseball would if someone threw a baseball towards me. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he listened to the episode and he was very dismayed to, to find out I didn't remember that actually he and I cleaned it up. And he, he told me the story and as soon as he started talking about it, I remember it. And But what he, <laughs> what he said was that we dressed head to toe in garbage bags. <laughs> Holy and shit. we used like a, like a hose to just spray the fuck out of the whole stall and walls and toilet and everything. So, uh, and then after we were done, we swore we would never speak of it again. And then I fucking broke that promise by telling the story on the podcast. <laughs> That's fucking disgusting, dude. But yeah, I, I must have blocked it out like fucking like PTSD style. How can you forget that? I... I forgot it. Listen, the whole point of this podcast is I'm the unreliable narrator, apparently. <laughs> right. I remember the shit, but I don't remember spraying it with a hose while wearing garbage bags as an outfit. Oh. So, yeah, I really I really don't remember it. So I, I think it was probably tr- so traumatic I blocked it out. There's no other explanation. Can't fault you for that. But it happened. Um, and with that, let's get into the occupational breakdown. Occupational breakdown! I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. That'll work. One of these days, I'm going to come up with just one that's the that's the thing. Yeah. Maybe I'll pick one. Maybe this next time around, I'll just pick one. After this episode, going forward, uh, we'll see. We'll see how I feel. But so the uh, the job, as I said, Pacific Sunwear, my 39th job. Man. <laughs> uh, my position held, supervisor. My wage earned eleven seventy five an hour at this bad boy. Okay. So we're 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 going upwards again. Now, yeah, eleven seventy five an hour is. It, I remember thinking like, oh, that's that's really good. I'm really in good shape. So it's, it's so sad. It's so sad. I mean, that was back on that. a fair amount back then, right? Compared to what know, you were doing. Dude. Yeah, I mean, especially to be fucking in charge of stuff. You weren't wearing a but, suit. No. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... You know what? <laughs> I made it one month. I worked there one month. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. My first day was the uh, the 12th of February, 2001. Now, I feel like we should start to kind of uh, acknowledge that we're closing in on 9-11 here. Yeah. So, up until this point, it's all been pre-9-11. We've got a, another couple of jobs, probably, but... Yeah, this was February of that year. So February had no idea what was coming that September. Um, we're going to be blissfully ignorant of that for another couple of episodes, Holy and then shit. the world will change. Yeah, but I was a freshman in high school. Were you? Yeah, I, I think was a I think so. Supervisor at Pacific Sunday. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. By nine eleven, I don't remember if I had a job or not. We'll talk about it when we get to that point, I guess. Okay, but. I remember where I was and everything. But we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that when when that episode comes along. But that's your occupational breakdown for Pacific Sunwear. <laughs> you know the last <laughs> the last the last episode I, I edited, we did like a gonna come occupational breakdown simultaneously, <laughs> and it was so creepy. And I just I don't think we can ever beat that one. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <clears throat> Occupational breakdown. Thank you. <laughs> so, 
Let's do this fucking thing. Um, boy, yeah, I, uh, I remember the interview. I remember being nervous. It was, I, it was a walk-in and a apply. It was in a mall. You know, I think we talked about it, maybe the Gadzooks episode, maybe one or two episodes ago. It's the mall is uh, the mall they filmed season three of Stranger Things in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so same mall. Um, just another store in that mall. One of the many stores in that mall that I applied to, and they called me back. And I was kind of stoked on it, you know? Like, I, I was, at this point, I had actually started skating again. I had gotten a skateboard, and I I was like... Uh, Tammy's sister's boyfriend at the time skated, so we would skate together, and, uh, you know, I was I was kind of getting back into that, so I was like, okay, cool, I can work at a place that sells fucking skate clothes and shit like that. PacSun back then was a little less... It had less of the reputation that it would have now, I think. It was a little like, bit more cool back then, right? Yeah, it felt that way to me. More it, Like, now it's sort of jokey, you know? Now it's sort of like... It's the place your grandma goes to buy you a skateboarding t-shirt, you know? But back <laughs> right. then, it, it had a little bit cooler vibe than that. Not a lot cooler, but a little bit cooler. It still wasn't as cool as, like, a skate shop, like a real skate shop, you know? But it would pay better than a real skate shop. Yeah. So, I remember having two interviews with the, the district manager. Um, she liked me, because I'm very good at interviewing. <laughs> I, can, I can make grown-ups like me. I can make grown-ups believe that even though I don't have college on my resume that, you know, he, he probably went to college. He's, he's, he's not a dummy, but she dug me. She hired me. Uh, you know, some of the, some of this is super hazy. I remember that my manager's name was Brian and he was kind of dorky. He was like, it's funny. Cause I think of him when I remember him, he seems young in my mind, but at the time he was like, probably six years older than me, five years older than me. Yeah. Uh, you know, in his, like, late 20s, probably. And then I remember that the assistant manager's name was Ren, like the bird, yeah. W-R-E-N, and that she was, like, a cute, like, short-haired girl with glasses. Yeah, they were both really nice. I got along with them. I remember thinking, like, oh, I might I might stick it out at this job. You know, th- this might be the right fit for me. Um, my first day, I was helping... A woman, barely a woman, probably like very early 20s, late teens, was helping her at the fitting room rooms. And she asked me to bring her another size and a shirt. And I went and got it. And as I came back, she opened the fitting room door and she was just in a bra and panties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she just like opened the door and like took the, the shirt from me that she was like, that asked me to go get. And I was like, uh, here you go. <laughs> Acted like nothing. Yeah, I I uh I don't I don't remember what I I'm sure I was just like <laughs> she was I remember she was attractive. It wasn't like an unattractive woman in a bra and panties. It was an attractive younger woman, probably a little younger than me at the time. But yeah, I I was like, "Okay, well that's 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 what this is going to be like, I guess, huh?" <laughs> yeah. I don't remember thinking like she's flirting with me, but I remember thinking she might be flirting with me. <laughs> didn't matter but i was like all right well thanks for that appreciate Mm -hmm. it um i also remember that i bought my favorite pair of shoes that i've ever owned with my first paycheck at this job you'll never guess what they are because there's no reason for you to know but they are uh gray and navy dc stevie williams and i on a quest after 
doing the notes for this episode, I was like, can I get those somewhere? And they are available at like some retro websites. Wow. What's Stevie Williams? Stevie Williams was a pro skater from back then. He was a, a pro skater from that era and he had the best skate shoes I ever owned. I just loved them. I don't know why. I love the way they look. We sold them at that store. I actually bought them in two different colors. I bought the ones that I like the, the ones I'm talking about in uh, gray and navy from my store. And then I got the gray and yellow ones too from a skate shop nearby because I just liked them so much. That's cool. I wore those fucking things to death. Yeah. Those are shoes I would wear again. If I could get a hold of those, I'd fucking wear those shoes again right now. But I don't know if I want to spend, you know, I don't know, 90 bucks or whatever it is to get them. Brand new? Yeah, they'd yeah. be new. But it's like, I don't know if they have my size. I, the place I found them at was kind of weird. It was like one of those, like, a website I've never used before. I'm always hesitant to put my <laughs> credit card information on some shit I've never used, you know? What size shoe are you? 10 and a half to 11, depending on the brand and the fit. Okay. Yeah, same. How do you feel about shoe size? Do you think it's indicative of anything? No. I mean, if if you're wearing size 13s, I think <laughs> I think you you're dealing with a little bit of a monster. You're packing heat. Yeah. yeah. How how about this? Would you feel weird if you were a size seven? Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'd fall over. <laughs> I would too. I'd feel very uncomfortable if I had small feet. It I I don't. It's not even like I have a big dick or anything. It doesn't mean anything, but. That's I, really small. I'm though. glad I have seven. Yeah, it would be pretty small. <laughs> there's, there's dudes who have small feet. It, it happens, right? Don't know anything about anything else. Just their feet. <laughs> Whatever. What I remember about this job is it was raining all the fucking time. Like Georgia's not cold like Illinois, but it's cold enough. You know what I mean? And I was having to like. Well, it's February too. Yeah, and I I had a car. Um, I had a car, but it was having a lot of like mechanical problems. I didn't trust it to start every day and, you know, shit like that. And then I, I just remember like the vibe in Georgia being kind of miserable at this period of time. And I remember also my knee getting hurt and I was like doing really good running and, and trying to get back into some shape. You know, at the time I had let myself go a little bit obviously nothing like compared to where I'm at now, but (laughs) at the time, you know, I remember it's, it's, we're going to, we're going to do a little deep dive into my eating disorders, but I remember at the time being like, Oh man, I'm in the one seventies again. I've gotten fat, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And you know, now I fucking (laughs) blow somebody to be in the one (laughs) seventies, but, but yeah, like I, I remember it was very like, oh, I'm, I'm in the 170s. I got to do everything right for, and I'd starve myself for three or four days and I'd go running a lot and I'd be like 164 and I'd be like, okay, now we're back on track, you know, <laughs> like trying to get down to those one, the low 150s. Right. Fucking when, when abs start to appear. But yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. I was having a lot of kind of emotional problems at this point. And what was it? I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, you know, the truth is it was like some stuff with me and my, my relationship. It was like, I was feeling very, uh, unsure of myself. You know, I I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I just remember feeling very like unsure about that. I was doing the right thing. I was living the right life. You know, that kind of, that kind of bullshit. Are you talking about like being a dad to Orion kind of thing? 
like that? Or like you felt like you should be doing something else, being somewhere else? It, yeah, it was like, what am I doing in Georgia? It was like, what are we doing here? What's the point of this? How do we get out of this? Like, And you guys were living like with Tammy's mom, right? At the time? We were, yeah, we were staying in the basement of her, of the house she was renting. She wasn't there a lot. She would stay with her boyfriend uh, at his place a lot. So there was, you know, huge chunks of time where it was just us three. And her Tammy's sister lived there on and off, too, during that period. I don't know. It just felt, I felt very uncomfortable in my, in my skin. I don't know how to describe it other than that just didn't feel, I didn't feel right emotionally in that moment. And then, and this is where it gets, you know, this is where the universe piles it on. I woke up on March 5th, probably about four weeks in on PacSun and my fucking car was gone. Holy shit. I woke up and my car was not in the driveway anymore. And, uh, yeah, it got repossessed. (laughs) i had let some uh some bills go by the wayside my friend and uh you know i thought it's one of those things where you're like i got another month before they start you know freaking out about it i'll i'll I'll, you know i'll get that figured out and i also had that feeling like fuck you and your car and your car payment on this car that's a fucking i felt like they sold me a lemon you know yeah pay you for a broken down car been paying to get this fucking thing fixed you know that kind of shit did you guys buy it in georgia no, we got it. I, I got it before I even met Tammy. I got it. Maybe I met her, but it was like right in the early days before we started dating. I don't know if you remember we talked about it. I think maybe it was a Yeah, because she was living Target by episode. Stratford Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, <clears throat> I mentioned it. I feel like I mentioned in the episode where I, my uh, half-sister who I never met came out of the blue and gave me money to go to college and, and yes. get a car. So that was when I got this car. But I didn't buy it outright. You know, I, I put a down payment on it and was paying it monthly or whatever. And at this point, it's a year, a year later, a little over a year later, maybe. And I just missed a couple payments. And, you know, I was kind of stupid, didn't do the right thing. And they they came and got my car. <laughs> they came and got their car. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, I, I kind of flipped out. Like, I sort of lost my mind because I was like, fuck, I can't walk to work. It's It rains constantly in this bitch. There's no public transportation where we live. It's basically like no sidewalks. It's all like hills and trees and like backwoods Georgia looking kind of vibe. And, you know, I'd have to walk on these streets for 40 minutes to get to the mall. And just like, I can't fuck. That's no, no. You know, and I just I I completely lost my fucking mind. And. I up and moved to California. I just, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And, uh, I need to, I need to take some time and get my mind right. And I got a ticket and got on a plane and and moved to California and stayed with my mom. I do not remember this in your fucking timeline. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this, this is where, this is where we diverge a little. And I mean, you know, that was, that was the end of PacSun. That was, <laughs> that was that was that. I don't believe I gave notice. I think I decided to move to California with like, I think I maybe two days. It was like the car was repossessed and I was like on a plane the next weekend kind of a deal. Wow, that's fucking wild, dude. But yeah, um, yeah, I spent spent like maybe a month, month and a half in California, and. One thing that I really that was beneficial about it, other than just getting away from Georgia for a little bit, um, 
was that I met my sister's husband at the time, who's, you know, very quickly became her ex-husband. But he was a, he's a Brazilian dude named Paulo. And, you know, he, he was pretty new to the United States at that point, I think. Like, he spoke English well, but it was like, you know, he, he was very Brazilian. And he was Are you going to throw an accent down for me? No, no, I'm definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he was a cool. I mean, he and I are still are still like Connected. in contact now. Yeah, like we're friendly now. He's a good dude. I really like him. He actually has a graphic novel that he just kick, got uh, successfully kickstarted on wow, Kickstarter. Cool. Yeah, so he's putting that out soon. But uh, yeah, what is it? it's called um, Bloody Perks. That's what it's called. Purse perks like uh like something you get with a job or you know like a perk p-e-r-k yeah i get yeah bloody perks that's what it's called but uh yeah he's he's a good dude and we got along really well and as as badly as i get along with my sister i get along really well with him and i was like oh that's a weird fit but i also was like yeah that's not gonna last this This isn't a good fit because this guy's cool Smart. Did you do anything nice. when you were out in California or just like uh, hang out the by beach, the ocean? Go to the run. beach, work out, run, you know, eat fairly healthy and then in and out. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, I, lo- I I got down to my fighting weight while I was there. And while I was there, Tammy got down to her fighting weight back in Georgia. And then, you know, I got my head on straight and I moved back to Georgia and with a new lease on life. And I, I really, in my memory, I got back to Georgia and it was like sunny there. It was like I, when I was there before, it was all gray and nasty and, and dreary and depressing. And then when I got back from California, I like brought some of the sunshine with me, you know, to a degree. Uh, <laughs> so let me ask, so you get back to Georgia. What is it like with you and Tammy after you've been gone? Like, was it immediate love fest? Was it a little rocky? No, it was immediate love fest. It was like all of the kind of, we kind of had it out on the phone and shit and figured it out for the most part by the time I got back. I mean, I wouldn't have come back if I didn't feel like things would be better just generally for her and for me. So yeah, I remember getting off the plane and like just being so happy to see her and giving her a hug and being so happy to see Orion, you know, like, yeah. I remember feeling good about being back. It felt better than when I when I was there before. You know what I mean. So sometimes just getting away for a minute helps. You know, all the other shit. Everyone needs a reset every now and again. Yeah. Also, I remember reading uh, "Timeline" by Michael Crichton for the first time on the flight back from California, and that was like my favorite book for years after that. Hmm. So that's a that was a memorable moment. Have you ever read it? No. Timeline. You should. Have you read any Michael Crichton? I told you I just got this Kindle, so I want you to send me some shit. Okay, I will. I I have it all. Um, Awesome. So have you ever read any Michael Crichton? No. You like his work, though, yes, as 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 far as his films, his film adaptations? Jurassic Park. Well, yeah. I heard Jurassic Park's a pretty fucking cool book. It's a great book. It's different enough that it's worth reading. Yeah. Um... But it's if you like the movie, I mean, it's it's the same plot more or less. I think, I think the books are probably especially the. I think I like graphic. the graphic. Well, the Lost World's a much better book. The Lost World doesn't 
like half the shit they fucked around with in the movie that made the movie kind of shitty uh, was better in the book. But yeah, the the books are great. Timeline is an awesome book. The movie they made of Timeline, garbage. They fucked that so bad. And I was so excited, too, because I liked Paul Walker. And I was like, oh, Paul Walker's going to be in Timeline. And Gerard Butler, I was like, yay, there's people I like in it. And they came out, and I was like, what'd you do, guys? Why'd you do this to my favorite book? Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, so, but it's definitely worth uh, worth a read, so. Okay. Yeah, you can tell me after you read that. We'll circle back, maybe do a podcast about Timeline. Sweet. I should reread it. I haven't read it in a while. Maybe when you read it, I'll read it, too. And then, and then we'll do a special episode of us talking about fucking Timeline. Yeah, I want to read more, dude. I watch too much fucking TV. I mean, nobody watches more TV than me. But I read <sighs> before bed every night. It's yeah. part of my going to bed kind of routine. And sometimes I read for like 15 minutes and I fall asleep real quick. And sometimes I read for two hours because I just, for some reason, can't fall asleep. And, you know, back in the day, I used to just lay in bed and stare into the fucking darkness. Or, you want to know what, dude? I, I spent a lot of time laying in bed thinking about different scenarios whereas i could be involved in a threesome or an orgy or something like that and those (laughs) days the the days of that being like uh i don't know interesting to my mind is just gone you know like it's still fine whatever you know like the idea of a threesome is great but i'm not gonna lay in bed and think about it (laughs) it's just not that interesting anymore right but yeah like i fucking i love my reading time i read every single night before bed i've read like I don't know, probably maybe 10 to 15 books this year. I just, I keep on piling through. I'm reading a really fucking weird book right now that's got nothing to do with Pacific Sunwear. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? It's about a, uh, I think it's called The Moon is a Harsh Mistress. It's like an an older sci-fi book. book, And uh, it's basically about like a penal colony on the moon and then an uprising and AI and a bunch of bullshit. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. There's some things about it I don't like. I I tend to when I read sci-fi from like the 40s through the 60s or 70s, like some of it's really great, but there's just there's something off about it. And I don't know if it's because people talked differently or their their perception of how people would be in the future now seems a little quaint to to me, you know what I mean, uh-huh. to anybody. Like it's I think it's partially that, but I mean, there's some weird choices in this book as far as how the people talk and how they think. That's just, I, I don't know how to describe it. He le- he leaves words out of sentences and it, it's like part of the kind of ch- the, the speak of the book, like the way the people talk, they, they don't say the at times where you would say the now, but reading it is very jarring. That's kind of weird. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Hmm. I'm going to cut most of this out of the episode. <laughs> okay. Because fuck. But uh, maybe I won't. Who gives a fuck? That's the nice thing yeah. about this. It's a conversational podcast. It's just me and you chatting. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Well, let me let me Pack- ask you something. Yes, yes. So it's a love <laughs> yes, fest yes, with yes, you yes. and Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is Tammy up to during this time period? Does she have a job? Is she working? She was working as a, um, like a schoolroom preschool teacher. Oh, wow. She was working at a place, I think that point was called, the place she was at was called Primrose. She did three in a row during this period. She worked at three different preschools. 
So she would be like the teacher in charge of uh, this age group. Like one place she was in charge of like the, the babies. Like she would basically be with, she was a, in a room with like nine babies and she would just have to like feed them and burp them and make sure that they're safe and interact with yeah. them. And she loves kids. So it was not a bad fit for her. And then another one, she was like, the kids were older. It was like the, I can't remember what age range, maybe six, seven you know, like they were, you know, talking and stuff. They call her Miss Tammy. It's very Southern. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, she was working at daycare centers, basically. I actually, no, spoiler alert, but one of my jobs coming up in the very near future is going to be one of those daycares. I was a, a, a room teacher at one of these daycare centers. And oh that's going to, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Okay. But yeah, we, we worked at the same, the same daycare. Me and her. She That's was in cool. the infant room, and I was in a different room that I'll tell you about on that episode. I don't want to spoil too much. I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> I don't, you, you won't buy you won't buy the the cow if you can get the milk for free, Chris. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thanks, Lucho. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, she was working at daycare centers and just you know hanging out, doing doing her doing her thing. I don't remember. I don't think she had any projects going at that point. She wasn't doing anything extra. I mean, she's being a mom. That's yeah. a fucking project and a half. So I have some of my best memories of, of uh, my stepson are from that period. Like I actually, the, the Christmas after that. So, you know, this, this was March, April in that vicinity now that we're talking about. So after 9-11, the Christmas after. Yeah. Um, I have a really funny story that I'll tell when we get close to that episode. Maybe it'll be appropriate. But yeah, I have some really good memories of um, just, you know, that when he was that age, like two, three, four, I fucking loved that age. Just learning how to talk, just starting to have like a sense of humor and shit. Just fucking a hilarious little dude. So spent a lot of time just hanging out and being a family. That's mm-hmm. that's what it was at that point. But yeah. Yeah, a little weird. I had a little weird foray out to California, and it did my thing, and back I came. Now, I don't, it's not relevant, really, but when I say that I, I moved to California, I was living with my mom. You know, I was sleep, basically sleeping on her fucking floor on, like, an air mattress or something. But the apartment we were living in there was in the same complex as when I lived there before you know yeah. in, in newport beach so it was a different apartment because she lived in like four different apartments but i think i think it was a different now i'm, I'm not, not trusting my memory it might have been the same fucking apartment i don't think it was though but either way it was the same complex and yeah i keep coming back to that fucking complex i've driven by there a couple times since we've lived in the area just to kind of you know nostalgia yeah it's weird having a lot of memories from one place do you miss your mom yeah i miss my mom a lot yeah yeah i don't get like i don't get weepy about it i don't have have we talked about on the episode that she died a couple years ago i don't think so yeah she died a couple years ago um cancer and it was kind of coming for a while it was one of those where she got sick and then she got a little better and it seemed like she might be like the exception and then it turned around real quick but yeah i don't i miss talking to her i miss the the feeling of like 
knowing that I'm going to hear her voice again and have a conversation with her and tell her a story or hear one of hers or just laugh. You know, like my sense of humor is a lot of it comes from her and we got along really well. I mean, even when I was a kid, we got along really well. So yeah, I miss her, but I don't get like, I don't get weepy about that kind of stuff. I've gotten, I've had like moments where I got choked up thinking about it or there'll be like a moment where I'm just sitting thinking and I'll want to tell her something. And then like my stomach will drop. My heart will kind of sink in my chest. Like, Oh, that's never going to happen. I'm, I'm never going to talk to her again. I'm never going to hear her voice again. You know, she, and it's fucking weird. Every once in a while, like something will pop up on social media where it like will remind me of so, like something she did. Like, yeah. cause my dad, uh, canceled her Facebook account when she, after she died. So like, mm-hmm. she doesn't have a Facebook anymore, but I can still go into my, my Facebook messenger and like, look at the messages that we traded or she still has a Instagram that has some posts on it. And Sometimes I'll look at that, you know, just to kind of, I don't know, feel her presence again. And I have a, a painting on my wall that she painted before I was born. Yeah, that yeah. fucking, and I, that's right above my TV, so I look at it every single day. <laughs> and I've got pictures of her around the apartment, thanks to Tammy, because she's the fucking best, so she frames yeah. some pictures. But, yeah, I miss her. I, it's it's weird probably for you, right, thinking about, like, the time when that... Um. Well, we're sitting here talking about where she lived, and I was like, you know, you're having troubles remembering. And I was like, oh, we'll just fucking ask her. And then I was like... Oh, yeah. You know, and then I was... <laughs> think, yes. You know, because we don't really talk about it a lot, but I know that she meant a lot to you. And, I mean, you're a realist. People die. You know, grandmas die, moms die. <laughs> but, yes, um, yes, they do. You know what? That sucks. Like, I'm thinking about my mom, and, you know, my mom lives in Nevada, and I don't really, I, I try to talk to her as much as I can, but, you know, we don't have everyone forever. No, we don't. I don't. And that's, that's probably the hardest thing is, you know, we we're all so connected right now in 2020 as far as technology. And it's like to have this technology available, but, you know, you could call that number, but no one's going to be on the other end, you know? Yeah, that's 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 hard. Yeah, it is. You know, I kind of I I play around with the idea of ghosts and like, you know, I don't believe in ghosts, but I like to talk to her or interact with her in like a way that I know maybe it makes me feel like there is some connection there. Yeah, but I mean, I realistically, I know there's not. I just it is what it is. You know, it's it's the end of a relationship. It's like anything else. You know, I've. I have acquaintances who've died over the years that I wasn't talking to anymore and I found out they were dead and I was like, well, I guess that's off the table. <laughs> you know, like, like I, I thought maybe there's a chance we'd reconnect at some point, but I guess not. But I also don't really have that like, oh, take advantage when you have the time. Like, nah, it's life. This is, this is the experience of being a human being in the world and part of it is loss and part of it is missing people. And, you know, if I had something to say to somebody, it's interesting. I had a last conversation with her that I knew it was going to be my last conversation with her. Really? Yeah, it was uh, probably about... It's going to make me sound like an asshole and judge if you will. I mean, I know you won't, but the audience will judge some of them, and I don't really give a fuck. But it was probably about seven months before she died, give or take. Mm -hmm. So the judgment comes with, why didn't you talk to your mom between month seven and month zero? Um, 
And the reason was because this was the right last conversation. Uh, you know, we had a hard time reconnecting. She was in and out of the hospital a lot. She was like on breathing machines and, and there was times where like she just couldn't talk, you know, like it just there was going to not be a conversation. And, you know, I wasn't in a position financially to just like go a go see her and B, even if I was, that's not my vibe. Were I you living in Taos at the time? No, no, I was living here. It was okay. it was when we were here and then she was in Taos. So she had moved back from Spain when she got like, when she started getting sicker, I think she came back from Spain and then got real sick. And so she was in like a a assisted living kind of hospice kind of thing. I just didn't want to see her like that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have my last memories of her are happy. The last time I saw her, we went out to dinner at at this burger place in Taos, you know, me, Tammy, my dad, my mom and Orion and like had a good a good night ch- chatting and just enjoying each other's company. It was the the night that we got to Taos the day before they left for Spain. And that was my last time seeing her. And I liked that memory and I didn't want to see her with fucking tubes sticking out of her face and barely able to talk and looking like with a fucking bald head and shit, just looking like death. Like I didn't, I didn't need that for me and it wasn't important for me to, I don't know, give that to her if it's something she needed she didn't ask for it but she's a lot like me i have a feeling she felt the same and if she didn't that's that's the way it goes tammy yeah. and i've had conversations about this where her opinion about it is a little different than mine but anyway yeah i remember i called her there was like a, a specific time that she was going to be available to talk on the phone and so i called her from work like i was on my lunch break I remember sitting in the office at the souvenir shop that I'll, I will work at in future episodes. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I just, we talked on the phone and I could, she was having like trouble breathing. Like I could hear her like gasping, you know, every couple of sentences. And we talked for about half an hour and just like said what needed to be said, said basically, you know, like anything you'd need to say there at the end, it was said there. And we both, I think knew that it was likely going to be the last time we talked and it felt right, even though it was like stupid to be in an office at work and then have to go work the rest of my shift after that. But, you know, I'm a fucking big boy. I'm a tough guy, so I could handle it. But yeah, that was the last conversation we had. And then, you know, I kind of, we would trade messages like Facebook messenger messages or text messages or whatever if she was up to it. And then, I don't know, at some point one night, my dad sent me a message and told me that she'd died the night before at whatever time it was and i think she was cremated and then buried in santa fe new mexico if i'm remembering right but yeah so that was i think 2017 if i'm remembering correctly it's about two years ago three years ago yeah now. yeah but yeah i miss her but i that kind of shit just doesn't devastate me you know it's just not i don't know i don't know what it would take to devastate me but I mean, I do know I can think of one or two things, but you know, but again, I, th- I think at the end of that, I'd still be okay. Mostly. I mean, what's the other choice? Some people just go off the fucking deep end, bro. <laughs> Some yeah. people just irrationally just can't function anymore. And it's game over. Those, those people, not me. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, you know, that's why I can be kind of good-humored about my own impending death. That's why I feel about how I feel about everything, really. It's just like, it's part of the experience. This is how it goes to be a human being on Earth. And, yeah, if it's my time tomorrow, it's my time tomorrow. And if it's not, cool. I'll keep on doing what I'm doing. and, And, you know, I should make better choices to try to extend this a little longer. Mainly because I don't want Tammy to have to, you know, do this on her own. Um, but at the same time, goddamn cheeseburgers. I love you so much. I hope we could have Kogi <laughs> before we both go. <laughs> Me too. Man, I've had enough Kogi for both of us over the last seven or eight months, dude. I've Fuck. eaten so much fucking Kogi. They closed that uh, brick and mortar store that we ate at. Fuck, did they really? Yeah, yeah I guess COVID was like the nail on the coffin. They still, I mean, they still have the trucks, so... But, yeah, they close that store. Hopefully they'll open another one if things ever get, you know, semi-better. But, I mean, Dude. the trucks have, the trucks have been convenient. We, we, we almost know their schedule by heart at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's, that's the better COVID option, right? Just as far as uh, a business goes. Food trucks? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't have to worry about the crazy overhead. I mean, there's, there's a couple fucking... Have you have you ever heard of Fat Willie's barbecue place downtown? No. I mean you didn't really hang out downtown a lot, but no, I just wish like I a, had. Yeah, dude, like really good uh barbecue spot and they just closed down. And then um there's this other burger spot called uh Mary's up on the north side that's about to close too. That sucks. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my job, part of it involves me, like, trying to find out if restaurants are still open. So Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of, like, weird conversations with owners who've just had to shut down. It sucks. I feel bad for them. But at the same time, I mean, Tammy got laid off from her fucking job because she was running restaurants and they closed. So, shit, it's affecting. But, yeah, whatever. Do you vote? Do you vote yet? I didn't yet, no. What are, you, what are you waiting for, man? Um, I don't know if I'm an idiot, but I saw, I know that I'm registered here because I had to just get a new license and everything. So I like, yeah, didn't know I have to re-register because I'm in Chicago, but I don't know if where, where I could vote early. Did you ever? I know what. I don't know ahead. how. I don't know how Illinois does does it. In California, we got our mail in ballots like a week and a half ago, maybe. Yeah, and there's these like they look like mailboxes but they're a different color in various places for um for official ballots and we dropped ours off there and then they already got it like you can look it up and see if it was counted so they counted our votes i was a little worried because my signature is all fucking janky so i was like oh they're gonna you know if you watch that john oliver episode where he's talking about how people's votes aren't getting counted because their signatures don't match right and i was like my signature is all fucked up like it looks like i signed this with my dick you know what i'm i'm half expecting something to go wrong with all this shit anyway you know like if trump could have his way he'll say you know let's just do a redo in a couple years or something like that oh, of course of course i fully so. expect it i mean i've said it a couple times not here maybe but to i'm sure to you at some point like this is this very easily could be the starting point of a civil war you know, if if he loses and refuses to concede because he's you know thinks it's fraud and he wants to like go to court over it and shit, like yeah, maybe people will sit around and like wait and see what happens, but maybe people will start killing each other. 
<laughs> you know, like it's hard to say. It's it's so crazy to me. It's yeah. all fucking. I don't know, man. You know, I said it many episodes ago. I there's a part of me that is sort of interested to see everything fall apart. I don't want it to happen. I don't want people to get hurt and die and shit like that. But I'm also not. I'm not a like a. I don't put that high a value on human life just as is. It's just not, <coughs> I don't, you know, I don't just don't feel that way about human life. Like it's to me, it's not, we're not any more important than the fucking ants we smash. So yeah, like a little part of me wants to see the house of cards fall and just see what happens. Even if like at the end of it, I'm, I'm fucking dead because I'm too fat to run away from the fucking looters <laughs> from the zombies. Yeah. From the zombies. Exactly. <laughs> like if that's how it ends, that's how it ends. But you know, I, I've said before, like it'd be kind of interesting to be standing there watching the, the meteor hit, you know, like if you, you watch like, tr- you know, deep impact and they're standing on the beach, like, you know, holding hands while the fucking tidal wave, wave comes towards them like that. That's a little bit me. Like, I'm like, Oh shit. If it's going to, I mean, they're stupid because they could have survived it. <laughs> You know, like you get on your motorbike like Elijah Wood and haul ass up that fucking hill. But I mean, if it's going to happen, it might be kind of cool to have a front row seat for it. You know, I mean, I, you know, whatever. You might get your chance. <laughs> Listen, man, at least I'll be the only one that's like, all right, let's see what happens. Let's see this through. Rock and roll. The purge. Let's yeah. watch it. Yeah, I'm kind of an asshole. I'm not a good liberal. <laughs> I'm a bad liberal. You know what, man? It's just, it's all fucked up. Truly. And you know, you, you got it right. I mean, it's, if we can't stand as one and do the right thing, then we have the president that we fucking deserve. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's how it feels to me, even though I didn't vote for him and would never vote for that fucking idiot. Um, I mean, he was a fucking idiot when he was a host of a shitty reality show. You know what I mean? It's like the idea that if I didn't like him as a reality show host, like I watched that show occasionally because it was entertaining to watch those celebrities fucking jerk each other off. Yeah. But he's he's awful. He's always been awful. I don't know why anybody would like him at all, much less as a fucking president. Like That's just ridiculous to me. That said, I mean, I thought Obama was was smart and eloquent and seemed like he had a good head on his shoulders and all that stuff. And I voted for him and, but he's still just a fucking politician. You know, they're all just fucking puppets. They're yeah. all just being run by special interest groups and money and banks. And like ugh, politics is so fucking broken that I just, I have no real interest in it, but you kind of have to, especially these days. Like, I mean, like anything else i will sit back and laugh at it as it's going wrong because what am i going to do cry we already know that i don't do that so (laughs) right (laughs) but whatever it is what it is um pp pp meter pp scale what do you (laughs) we're going to actually have a decent one here on pack sun pack sun was a seven my friend okay i I was going to say six i gave it seven because there's nothing really wrong with the job i didn't feel uncomfortable there I liked the people I worked with more or less. The job itself was not stressful. There was a little bit of uh, like, hey, you want to sell more? But most of it was just like merchandising and ringing people up and being friendly and, you know, checking out the girls in their bra and panties when they allow it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That wasn't a bad gig. I mean, I would have considered going back there, but I 
quit with no notice. So I burn that bridge like a motherfucker. Not the last bridge I'm going to burn, mind you. (laughs) (laughs) Many bridges coming up. But yeah. All right. Where Um, are we going? Dude. So the next time around, I'm back from California. I got a new lease on life. I'm ready to go. And I'm going to get a job at motherfucking Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video. Do you remember Hollywood Video? My last memory of going to a Hollywood video, I was living at my dad's for the summer, contemplating moving there completely. That was 2002, 2003. I was a sophomore, and I was renting video games with a couple guys I worked with. That was actually a really cool summer. But yeah, where, Hollywood Where did video. he live? Berwin. Berwin. That's not that far. No. We're actually I wouldn't, I wouldn't have looking you, at though. houses over there. No, we wouldn't have. Are you? Yeah. All right. So we want to stay close to the city, and the area over there is up and coming, so we're trying to get in on the ground floor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've ever been to Berwin, if I'm being honest. I know it on a map, but... Yeah, it's... It's the southwest side. I don't fuck with the southwest side. Yeah. I didn't really fuck around south of, uh, what's the shit that runs east-west, the freeway? That, like, if you left straight out of the loop? 90. And then 90, what's 290? 290 goes down a little, right? 290 goes uh, east and west. Maybe 290. I don't think I ever went south of 290 if I didn't have to. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, right next to 290, you don't want to fuck with that. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, but we're a little bit past that. We're past, we're, um south of that i remember rolling through red lights over there on the southwest side because i was like nope (laughs) i pulled up to a stoplight and a a lot of dudes swarmed my car and i was like yeah i'm not this is not my neighborhood are you serious yep dead fucking serious (laughs) the only time i felt really unsafe in chicago was, was that southwest side see you later yep i was like nope not doing that no more but uh that was many years ago i've heard it's gotten better I'm joking. I've heard it's gotten really worse. <laughs> they didn't call it Chirac back when I lived there, motherfucker. Chirac. Everyone everyone has an opinion about it. I know, it, but it's, it's fucking hilarious. No, I've, I've had a lot of people out here ask me questions about it, because they're like, oh, you're from that area? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. And they're like, what, what did you think? I'm like, it's like any other fucking city. There's good parts, there's bad parts. You avoid the bad parts. I didn't feel unsafe, you know, right. like walking to my car after a show. But also, I always have my head on a swivel. I don't care what the fa- where I live. I'm always like paying attention. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the guy that gets hit in the back of the head with a bag of bricks by some fucking crazy homeless guy because I didn't turn and look at him when he walked by me. <laughs> like you, I'm going to have you in my perifs all the way. <laughs> exactly. But, but yeah, no, I, uh, I don't, I don't feel any less or more safe here than I did there. Yeah. So. But I also okay. didn't live in like the south side of Chicago, so right, it's different. I wouldn't really fit in. I don't think down there. I think I'd stand out. Probably be a good target. <laughs> like that guy looks like he met the love of his life at Target. That's not what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! All right, on that fucking weird note, let's let's adjourn. I'll see you at. Hollywood video. You will. I'm gonna fucking rent you uh, some some soft core pornography. Nothing hardcore, but maybe some like Skinamax type shit. You know, oh, little, little nipple, maybe a hint of pubes right at the top of the panties. 
half an inch of ass crack, but nothing more, because otherwise you'd have to put like a barrier over it so they couldn't see it. Oh my god. Good times. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Alright. Alright. Take it easy. Love you.